To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Right now, Esk Valley residents are evacuating as a precaution. This is ahead of heavy rain in the forecast. Uh, there's a massive cleanup effort happening there for residents whose homes were hit by the floods and the cyclone. And Civil Defence said, we want to evacuate in daylight hours before driving becomes dangerous. So it's happened. Ian McDonald is the Hawke's Bay Civil Defence Controller and joins me now. Good afternoon, Ian. Yeah, hi. So what do we need to know at this time, 5.05? Uh, well, uh, we want people to evacuate because... Um Obviously, as, as you've pointed out, we don't want people to be evacuating at night time and we also don't want to have our first responders um, there at night time. Um, we have put in place cordons, so, so, so police have put in place um, roadblocks to make sure that the place is kept secure because um, that's something which often people are concerned about. Uh, and look, we've got about 50 personnel from police, fire and emergency and defence carrying out the evacuations. Um, and they're going door to door, going door to door. Is this just ha- is this just Esk Valley? Yeah, it is at this stage. Um, from a civil defence perspective, uh, most definitely uh, Esk Valley. But we are going to be monitoring overnight, including having people actually having physically having eyes on hotspot areas um, overnight to make sure that when the rain does arrive, um, that we're not we don't have any other issues in some of our other areas. Can you name those hotspots, please? Yeah, sure. Um, in particular, um, from Pukitapu uh, down to um, um, down to uh, Amahu and through to uh, Awatoto out by the sea, but also Waipawa as well. So diff- different river systems, and, and they were the, the, the flood con- uh, control schemes in those areas have had some issues. We've, we've done some rapid repairs, or the regional council has, I should say. Um, done some rapid repairs um, and got some mo- some some basic monitoring in place. Um, so so that's really the areas and in, in, in what we're up to tonight. How many people are still up the Esk Valley? Because I thought they'd all scarp it anyway. Um, I think there's still sort of um, we we know that how many properties that we've uh, so-called red stickered so far. Um, there's about 30 houses that weren't red stickered, so those are the ones that we're focusing on. Okay. Um, but but you know, look, a number of people will self evacuate because they're concerned. I mean, it, it, obviously, the thought of more rain and mm. problems uh, flooding, um, a lot of people just want want to get out for their own safety. Well, Auckland Emergency Management is already saying self evacuate, and it's because it's raining there. We'll talk more about the rain in a moment. Just for those people who are evacuated from Esk Valley, uh, you have centres set up for them to go to. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, so Centennial Hall in Napier is the one that's um, been opened and, and, and it has um, some emergency accommodation there, but also Flaxmere Community Centre in Hastings. Okay. Um, yeah, so those are the two main ones for Esk, Esk Valley. So what's happening now in the weather? Is it raining? Uh, well, I'm sitting in Hastings and it's not raining, um, but looking at the rain radar, it is starting to build up. So... It was forecast to come in early evening and basically uh, stick with us through to early tomorrow morning. So that's the forecast. And heavy? Uh, yeah, so um, we're looking at around about uh, around about 100 to 150 mils in the ranges um, over that period. 
Um, we could have some heavy falls, uh, but they, they will be isolated, so the Met Service tell us. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's, that's where we're at. Is it possible that this rain could damage the place more? Uh, entirely possible in terms of remobilising slips on roads, uh, definitely moving silt and, and things around. Uh, it just depends on how much we get and where, of course. Uh, but that is definitely a possibility. How do you feel about all the rumours that have gone around about the number of people who could be, uh, uh, you know, dead? Yeah, look, I think there's some people that might feel stupid soon. Um, I, I, I actually think the rumours, um, you know, it doesn't help the situation, especially when you've got people waiting to hear from their loved ones and the rumours are that, you know, we've got a morgue at, 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 mm. at Napier with a lot of people in it, and that's just not the case at all. Um, you know, for example, we did set up a morgue at the port in Napier, but that was because we had no power and people naturally die um, and, and we can't hold funerals, and that was at the beginning of this. So, so that is the only reason why that was set up as a contingency. Obviously, from there, um, the rumour spun, um, but it's not helpful for those people who are actually um, worried about their loved ones. Well, look, hey, Ian, uh, our line is always open to you. If you've got any information that you need to tell for the people of Hawke's Bay, for Esk Valley, for, for every, Pukatapu, everywhere that is underneath your jurisdiction, feel free to phone us any time, and just good luck tonight. Thank you. Ian McDonald, Hawke's Bay Civil Defence Controller. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.